I think it just comes back to like believing in yourself, getting clear on what you are worth and what your skills are worth and you know your value and standing your ground. All right, everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Today, I will be speaking with someone that I met on a panel, and I was so intrigued by her story, and we were talking about work-life balance, and I was like, I need to get this girl on the podcast. So, Natasha, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So before we go into the episode, I have a couple of quick questions. And my first question is, how long have you been nomading? Honestly, I've been nomading my whole life. I'm a third culture kid, so I grew up all over the world. Um, I grew up in Australia, Canada, the US, and other places in between. So I honestly started traveling and living in different places since I was born. That is so cool. I didn't know that about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of, it's a different kind of upbringing, but it's really cool. And I feel like a lot more children are going to be brought up this way too, now that people are more nomadic. Yeah, definitely. I just had a recording uh, with a nomad family who is traveling with a toddler and I was like, wow, that kid is so lucky, like getting Mm -hmm. excited about going on adventures to Costa Rica, Mexico and whatnot. It's like, I want to like, it almost got me excited to get babies, but I'm not ready. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) All right. And where are you talking from right now? I'm in Austin, Texas. Cool. Have you lived there as well growing up? Yes, I moved here when I was 15 in high school. And then I went to University of Texas at Austin. So did college here. And since graduating college, I'll move somewhere for a few months, a year, two years, and then always end up coming back here. So I'm going to stay here for a while now. And then I'll probably leave or I want to move to New York next for maybe a year or two. And then I might come back here and move to Europe. I don't know. But it's a it's my comfort zone. Cool. Well, it's good to have a place where where you feel like really at home. Like that that's important mm-hmm. too, even though if you love like traveling and all these things. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. All right. And how do you sustain your lifestyle? I am a content creator. So I create content on travel, being a digital nomad, solo female travel. um, And I work with a lot of brands, travel consulting. So people can book consultations with me and we can help plan out their trips. Like we hop on a Zoom call, um, figure out an itinerary, or if they want to move abroad, I can help them with that or whatever questions they have regarding travel. And then I can also create customized itineraries for them if they would like that after our session and i'm actually releasing an ebook which should be released by now um on all of the ways that i've been able to get the best value and travel hack um since i was a child basically um i started traveling when i was solo traveling almost um when i was in high school i volunteered abroad in paraguay and then i worked for a tech company so i've been moving abroad in so many different ways and working and earning money in different ways while I was doing it. And almost the whole time, I've also been content creating while I was doing that. So I'm lucky and I'm very fortunate to have been able to kind of move into content creation full time after many years of building and hard work and everything on it, of course. But um, in that ebook, I'm going to share or I'm sharing or I already shared all the travel hacks that I have from credit card turning to 
um, how to get a remote job, how to figure out the visas. Um, and then of course, balance travel, like balancing your health mindset, lifestyle with traveling is super important. Um, so I dive into that, but there's a lot, a lot, a lot of good, good things in there. So Congrats. That's so exciting. That's really cool. And for everyone who's listening right now, the ebook will be available. So we will add that to the show notes as well. Well, that's very exciting. Uh, Writing a book is extremely hard, like a lot of commitment. I went through the process this year. It was very, very exciting, but wow, that was, that was a lot of work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I've been, I started writing it a year ago, I think it's been a long work in progress and not only writing it, but I also am partnering with a lot of companies that I mentioned organically. Um, so that way anyone who has the ebook can click links and get discounts and everything. So it basically pays for itself because with all the discounts and um, the freebies and things that you get in it and the value, it, it ends up saving you money. And so I wanted to make sure it it gave a lot of value. Cool. Love it. And something that you just said, I think is very important. You slowly transitioned into becoming a content creator full-time. And maybe it sounds um, to some people like, oh, I want to like become a content creator. So I follow this course and then it happens. I think that people have been longer in like the marketing content kind of field. They know building an audience takes time, like finding your unique voice takes time. Before you were doing like remote jobs, how was your life balance back then? Because also creating content takes shit ton of time. So how did you, how did you go about that? (laughs) So if anyone is interested, I have hundreds of videos on my YouTube channel where I've actually documented basically my whole journey. So when I was teaching English in Spain, I was doing it through the Auxiliares de Conversacion Spanish Ministry. So it was through the government. And I only worked 15, 16 hours a week for that for them. And I was earning a thousand euros a month, not making any money from content creation, fresh college graduate with very little savings. So I documented my my time there and I had a lot more time to do content creation and everything, but I didn't no, like I was just shooting in the dark. I was creating these videos and creating content and everything, but not exactly sure how to approach it. And so I, I didn't grow as fast as I probably could have if I, if I knew what I knew then what I know now. So my work-life balance there was fine, but I was very broke. Like I didn't have a lot of money. And then, um, more recently when I was working for my tech company or the tech corporate, you know, role where, it was 2020, COVID just happened. I ended up starting the job working from home. Work from home was a new thing. And I was about to sign a lease in Austin, um, literally in March or April of 2020. So COVID just hit and I was like, do I sign this lease? Do I move somewhere mm-hmm. else where the rent is cheaper? Do I want to be paying? Like, what if I get laid off because uh, COVID and everything? And I don't particularly enjoy living in the US. I love the US for many reasons, but I... I think I'm supposed to live outside of the U.S. So I I decided to move to Mexico where my rent was much cheaper. Um, however, content creation is a lot, a lot of work. And I was on an upload schedule of three YouTube videos a week um, plus Instagram. And I wasn't really on TikTok too much, but I was trying to really grow this. And I had 
such a fire under me to grow it because I did not like working corporate. I knew that was not for me. And um, that was hard for me, like living in Mexico, working 40 plus hours a week at my corporate job, plus doing all the content creation and trying to like go out and make the content and explore and do shoots and all these things. And I burned myself out so badly, um, which is when I came back to the US and then I quit my job shortly after that. And then I actually moved to Costa Rica after quitting my job because I was so burnt out and that work-life balance was not there for me. And work-life balance is so important for me and it always has been. So to not be able to do that was even harder, I think, for me because I do prioritize it. So I went to Costa Rica. I worked with a healer. Her name is Kimmy Chi. And she is a Chinese, she practices Chinese medicine. We did acupuncture, breath work, meditation, like all of these different practices, five, five to six hours a day, five days a week. And I documented everything on my YouTube channels. And now I really focus my content on having that balance, that work-life balance. Um, Of course, I work like a lot of people think, oh, you're a travel blogger. You just, that sounds so fun and everything. And it is, I love my job, but I work way more for my own business and company than I, I did for my jobs, you know, but I love doing it. So it doesn't even feel like work. Like I'm excited to wake up and film or get on, like do things like this. Like it's so fun. And I feel so lucky to be able to do it, but I do need to like be a little more cognizant about I'm getting back into it. (laughs) Now that I'm back in Austin, um, I feel like being a digital nomad is so great for so many reasons because you're seeing the world and everything. But I've been doing it for so long that it was hard for me to really build those deeper connections and places. And then I would come back or move and and mm. things were different. And I felt kind of disconnected. So one of my goals right now is I'm I'm a yoga instructor as well. So I'm starting to teach yoga again um, in Austin and just go outside more and like become part of the community while I'm also doing my work to kind of separate the two. Because I think that's really important um, when you're living the nomad lifestyle is to build those meaningful connections where you are and and not always be on your laptop or hidden away. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I think that the work-life balance, like being in a corporate job, maybe you like it, but you don't like love it or you're not as passionate about it <laughs> having that side of like that uh, part of your day and then also the thing that you really love doing it might also be difficult to kind of switch from one thing to the other thing which is very exhausting I yeah. experienced that as well and then also like going into the transition to say okay you know what this job isn't working out for me or this life here isn't working out for me the way it's set up you go into full on um, content creation mode did you do that with um, savings or maybe other like income streams that people are not aware of that you could have? Because just to give an example, when I quit my job, I build a whole financial plan. I have like everything set until December this year. And then now I'm revisiting my goals and see what is coming next. But just being so conscious about it and creating a plan. How was that for you? Could you like share that with our listeners with your what were your action steps (laughs) yeah oh my gosh so it was such a crazy road for me because and like I'm gonna get very like this is very personal but when I quit my job I 
I knew like I had something there, but like I didn't like it wasn't solid, but I just needed I quit cold turkey. I was like, I need to get out of this role. And and I had savings, like I had quite a bit of savings, but I still was unsure of exactly what I was doing. I was creating this content. I was like getting brand deals and everything, but I guess social media and this content creation industry is so new that <clears throat> unless you really work in marketing or now it's starting to become more transparent, but it was, it hasn't been transparent and like how much you should charge for what you're following and engagement and everything as back mm -hmm. then. And I also lacked a lot of confidence in myself. And I think that's something that's so important um, when you're an entrepreneur doing anything is to believe in yourself and know what your worth is and to stand your ground. And I was not doing that. Um, when I quit my job, I, I was undercharging and I felt weird asking for compensation and I didn't, <laughs> I felt uncomfortable yeah. and, and, um, I, I burned through my savings. Like I did my taxes and last year in 2021, I made $5,000 from my business. So I made two months of salary, like the first, like January, February, and then I made $5,000 and I went into 2022 almost completely broke because I had like my investments and stuff, but I had like barely any liquid cash. And then come January, I did my first brand deal or I did a brand deal that paid me $3,100 or something like that. And looking back, I could have charged trip or 15,000 for that brand deal. Mm -hmm. And I undercharged still, but that was the highest brand deal I got. I'm ever had. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is, I can be making this kind of money. So I just raised my rates and gained that confidence from getting paid that much. And so this year has been significantly different than last year. And it's it was like, I did have that financial plan and I, I had it in my head, but I was just so scattered yeah. that I didn't know. And, and I think it just comes back to like believing in yourself, getting clear on what you are worth and what your skills are worth and you know, your value and standing your ground because I, it's not like, like, yes, my following grew quite a bit in this past year. However, it didn't like to be charging literally 10 times more or probably 50 times more. I was charging like $50 for a post back then. So it's like, I'm literally charging like 20 to 50 times more for the same amount, you know, and it's, it's just crazy to think about, but like, yeah, it's definitely difficult, but if you you're going into content creation or owning a business and stuff, just gain that confidence and like know what you're worth. Are you enjoying the life advice and practical tips so far? This episode is brought to you by Passport Card Nomads, the health and travel insurance tailored for digital nomads. Stop stressing out about submitting medical claims while abroad. With Passport Card Nomads, you can instantly pay your medical bills wherever life takes you. Simply request medical funds on the Passport Card Nomads app, load your red visa card, and pay with the red card. It is as simple as that. Never pay medical bills out of your own pocket again. And never wait to get reimbursed. Find out more about getting covered with Passport Card Nomads insurance on PassportCardNomads.com. That's PassportCardNomads.com. Enjoy the rest of the episode. 
definitely and i think also what's important and we talk about this on the podcast so many times like with all the entrepreneurs whether it's about podcasting copywriting like anything like client like business and deal related it's a process like you can't you can't charge so high overnight because that confidence also comes with like understanding your industry, know what to mm-hmm. say, know what not to say, know how to sell yourself. Also, thank you for just being so honest and open about it because it looks so glamorized, but then there's this whole world of like self-doubt and like you're hitting a wall and then there's another bump in the road and then you feel awesome. And then like, it's, it's very um, turbulent. <laughs> it definitely is. And I have so many friends in this space too. And like, we don't see each other every day, but we're seeing each other every day, like on social media. And and I'm like, wow, they're killing it. Like, this is incredible. Like their content, this and that. I'll go for coffee with them or we'll do like a co-working date or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is so great. They're like, oh my God, no. Like I'm feeling like this and that. And I'm like, I feel like this. Yeah. Yeah, And like people, (laughs) and, and the thing is, is it's not like I'm, we're like showing like faking it online. Like we're showing our true selves, but we all have so many different sides to ourselves. And, yeah. and of course, like there's imposter syndrome and there's this and that, but I think a good way to look at it is kind of like an iceberg, like what people see of me and like my confidence and how I conduct my business and everything. Like they see like, wow, this is incredible, but it's been almost 10 years. I'm 26. And I've been at this for since I was like around 18, 19. And knowing that I wanted to be a YouTuber since I was 12 or 11. And just like, I've always wanted this. So it's taken just like the the wheel spinning in my head since I was 11 or 12. So it's been um, probably 15 years now. So all of it's hit took that many years of building this iceberg to just have the tip now showing, you know, and it's kind of crazy, but I, I always think myself, I literally say it in my head every day. I'm like, thank God you started when you did. And just, I think that's the most important thing with doing anything that following your passion or the lifestyle that you want to live and creating your career around the lifestyle that you want to live is that it doesn't happen overnight, but it's like a muscle. And the more you flex it every day and just have like the habits that get you into that rhythm, the more it'll grow. And the sooner you'll actually be living the life that you desire because everything else, like even when I quit my job, I exit interview with my two of my higher up managers. They're like, you know, good for you. Like I wish I quit when I was your age. So it's like people who go down that path, like that is, expected or they think Mm -hmm. is the right path but they're not following like what they truly want they're gonna end up wanting to like wishing that they did and the I don't know who's listening to this but if you need to really take that step in the direction that that is calling you sooner than later because it's going to be scary but what's scarier is if you don't and you end up in the wrong place yeah, definitely. Away. And also to that, it doesn't have to be that big of a jump. Like like you mm-hmm. said, you started early on, super small steps, just like experimenting with things. And and then you will see what, what works and then you can do more of that. And then when you have that that confidence, then you can make a bigger decision. I'm, and that's very important in a digital nomad lifestyle. Like you can't just buy a course, become a digital nomad and then sit down and be like, oh, happiness is going to come. Like it's constant work. And that's also why we do this podcast to, to showcase that. And it's exciting because you learn so many things about 
yourself, about other people. So it's really exciting. Now, one of the things that's also important in this lifestyle, we already touched a little bit about uh, on it, is the, the work-life balance. So you shared how your balance was back then. How how do you manage your work-life balance today? Also considering that, I mean, yeah, content creation takes a lot of time. Like what are some of the tips that you can share uh, with our listeners? Mm-hmm. I think prioritizing your health, like my, like working out sleep, sleep for me is like a non-negotiable. If I wake, if I wake up not rested, I know I'm not going to be productive and just working ha- with how my body is flowing and like how my lifestyle is flowing. And that's what I'm very grateful for with this lifestyle is that I can set my schedule and I can work on Saturday or Sunday. Like I worked a bit this weekend and like take a Monday off if I need to, you know, and it's just like working with my travel schedule and also remembering that travel is like whether we could feel very relaxed on a trip and everything, but our body on a cellular level is going to be activated because we're in a different place. We're like doing different things. So just to do more self-care than you even think that you need, or just meditating and just loving yourself and taking those extra steps. Because if you put that on the back burner, it's going to show up later on in life. And I think as an entrepreneur, if you're not your best self, if you're not feeling your best, you're not mentally sharp or you're physically exhausted, you can't show up in your work and it's going to take you 10 times longer to sit at your laptop and like crank something out than it would be if you're like actually ready to do it and feeling good. So I think, yeah, it's just important to um, listen to your body, listen to what you need. And, and you don't need to have, like, if you're not on someone else's schedule, like, of course, like if you have meetings and if you have things, just like do what tasks feel most natural to you at that time. And if you just kind of ebb and flow with how your body is, and of course, like being a woman with our cycles and everything, oh, like yeah. I work, <laughs> I like definitely work with my cycle, like working yeah. out and how sometimes um, filming, for example, like I know I'm going to be starting my period. I don't, I'm probably not going to feel my best on camera and I'm not going to want to film. So I'll, I'll plan my filming and my shoots around that too. And yeah, I think it's so just important. I do the same yeah. thing. Like when, when I know that my hormones are taking a crazy ride, I am like not trying to record any podcast. I make sure mm-hmm. I have all the good snacks in the house and I'm just like, let's see what's going to happen in the next couple of days. Um, But this is also like when you have to go to an office, you need to sit there and show up like that. I'm just so grateful. I don't have to deal with that. My gosh. (laughs) It is. And yeah, like it's miserable. It's hard to do that. It's hard to do this, but it's, they're different hearts, of course. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm like switching. It's the transition, like of starting to do this while you're still doing that. That is hard, but it is worth it like if you have a plan and if you can see your vision and whatever just like get clear on it I think it's yeah yeah and also to add to that like for everyone who's listening right now um if you are thinking about making plans you're not sure like there are communities for everything so Mm -hmm. find a community um that talks about these things and if you need help with that you can like reach out to us on instagram always happy to help because through the community i and also through this podcast actually i was able to have the guts to say also to my job like you know what guys i don't 
I don't need this energy in my life. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> and community is so important in that. Um, so, okay. So um, we're almost at the end of the episode. And I ask my guests always if they have uh, one question for me. So do you have a question? <laughs> yes. Um, how did you end up in Brazil? Oh, love that. So, well, my partner is from Brazil and we met in Europe and it yeah it was the pandemic and then i'm europe everything was like closing and it was getting cold and i'm not a fan of winter so we were like let's go to brazil it was a little bit more loose here and we both like to surf so yeah we went like to the coast here and a couple of years later we're still here still loving it i absolutely love it in brazil so that's how although i'm also excited to go to other spots i want to go to mexico so <laughs> oh mexico's amazing if you ever go let me know because i have some tips for you oh, and do you love speak it. yeah do you speak portuguese no <laughs> no i don't and i'm i'm part part embarrassed like part on like okay it, it's just never been my it's priority hard. because yeah. i wasn't I wasn't like prepared to stay here this long. Like I got here to stay a couple of months, not knowing how long the pandemic would take. Like, yeah, yeah just like flowing with life. And then it just went so fast. I understand quite a bit, but speaking is like, no. And I don't speak Spanish or French. So that mm -hmm. makes makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. I love that you, you talked about how you just went for a couple of months and ended up staying for two years because. I feel like that happens to me all the time. It's like, I will go to a place for a few days and end up staying. I went to Lebanon last year for less than 10 days. I stayed for almost three months oh. and I would have stayed longer. <laughs> I was like, I need to probably, it was like on my transition period of like leaving my job and yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's the, that's the other amazing thing about living this lifestyle is that you can kind of just go with the flow and you know yeah yeah definitely but i do think it's important if you want to go with the flow understand how you flow <laughs> exactly definitely like that's for me i'm a pisces i don't know if you're into astrology but i'm very like adaptable and and everything and i will change like who i like how i talk or like my lifestyle and my routines can change easily depending on where i am which is good, but it's also caused me to lose myself or like lose my, like not feel very grounded in mm -hmm. myself, if that makes sense. So some, so I'm very focused now when I travel, like on <clears throat> grounding and just making sure that I have, like, I'm good with myself and like myself is home and I feel secure and everything. So that way Beautiful. I can be my best self. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your tips today and definitely some good life advice. And where can people find you online? Thank you so much for having me. And I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok and YouTube. So my Instagram and TikTok are the Natasha Ibrahim and my YouTube is Natasha Ibrahim. But all the links are connected. Cool. So we will add also all your links to the show notes. And well, you're still like working on the book. So good luck with that and thank then you so once much this is aired it will be there so we're gonna we're gonna add it also to the show notes thanks everyone for listening today and happy nomading thank you